Hey, and thank you for tuning into the podcast today. I am so sorry if I sound a bit stuffy to you. I'm actually getting over COVID. That's a story for another day, but I am a little congested, but I wanted to still get this episode out to you on time. So I waited, but I can't wait any longer. So I just decided to record this as I sound right now. Thankfully, this interview with my guest today was done a little while ago, so you don't have to listen to this lovely stuffiness for the entire episode. Okay, so let's get down to it. Raising a child that has a healthy relationship with food starts from their first bites, but there are so many opinions, solutions, and methods out there, it can easily get overwhelming looking for parents to give their kids the best start in their eating journey. If you know my style, you know I am not about time-consuming techniques or making separate meals. I am looking for straightforward basics and keeping it simple. This idea that kids eat only quote-unquote kids' food and basically don't like any foods not found on the typical American kids' menu is not something I roll with. And we're definitely seeing more and more shifts from parents away from this idea, but another nudge in the form of this episode never hurts. Today, I'm talking with registered dietitian Priscilla Cleary about how to feed our kids with confidence. Pre completed her dietetics training both in Brazil and in the US, and her specialty area is in infant and toddler feeding, including baby led weaning. She's passionate about helping parents feed their children with confidence from the start to develop a healthy and positive relationship with food. As both a mom and dietitian, she believes sharing meals is an essential part of a strong family life, and she started her company, Baby to Table Nutrition, to provide busy parents with proven tools and the simple steps needed to to make eating good food fun. Pre and baby to table nutrition are everything you want and need to know to feed your little one all in one place. And although I could easily talk with Pre for hours about feeding our littles, we are keeping it timely for you and covering what a balanced plate looks like for an average kid, how we can help kids understand different types of food and what they do for our bodies, and her advice to parents who may be dealing with their own challenging relationships with food. In the words of Pri, put those kids down for a nap, grab some coffee, and stay a while. Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real-life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself. Not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Well, hey, Pri, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I can't wait to dive on into this topic today. But before we do, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and share about Baby to Table Nutrition and just how you started that and everything that you do with Baby to Table. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. It's so exciting to spend our time chatting with you a little bit about this topic. So a little bit about me, uh, I'm Priscilla, but most people call, call me Pri. Uh, I am a mama to two little ones. I have a 15-month-old 
and I have a most three-year-old. He's going to be three in April. And I'm also a registered dietitian, and I work specifically with parents um, of little ones, of toddlers and babies, helping them uh, feed the little ones with more joy and confidence and just navigate all the stress and the mis, uh, misinformation out there about starting solids and navigating the peaky phase with toddlers. And a uh, fun fact about me, I am originally from Brazil. So that is the reason for the accent that you might be picking <laughs> up over the audio. Um, and I have been living in the US for almost 10 years now. And I completed my dietetics studies both here in the US and in Brazil and have been working as a dietitian for uh, a little bit over 10 years now. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you mentioned that you help parents with the joy and confidence of eating. And, you know, I wanted to ask this particular question today, because I think it's one that's not addressed a whole lot. So when we are dealing as parents with feelings of food guilt, and maybe we're working on our own relationship with food, and we know we need to do a little bit of work for that. But of course, we have to feed our kids in the meantime. I feel like we can overcompensate with our kids because we don't want them to fall into the same cycle of having that maybe guilt-ridden relationship with certain foods, um, maybe ones that we might label as, you know, quote unquote, bad or unhealthy. This can lead to feelings of stress around giving our kids those foods that we might associate with those labels. So how can we handle that? Yeah, so that's a, that's an awesome question. So, so yeah, so first as parents, we need to work on ourselves and figure out our own assumptions and um, issues with food, right? So we, with everything in parents, you know, if we don't work ourselves uh, on our own stuff, we're going to transfer that to our kids. So I don't, I just don't want you to feel as a parent like, oh, I need to be a perfect parent and have a perfect relationship with food to feed my little one. No, but just realizing and our own bias around food first. So we know like, oh, I'm doing this or not feeding this or feeding this to my child because of my own relationship with food. So first that. Second, so regardless what we are feeding a little ones, if it's like a kale or McDonald's, what we want to do is to keep our, our response or the environment where we're, fe- we're feeding um, the same. Because if we are all, you know, excited about kale and trying to you know, make them eat a bunch of kale. But then when we are uh, offering McDonald's, we are all like, I don't know about this, you know, kind of second, um, second guessing ourselves and kind of we give to them what we are taking, you know, it can be really confusing for children because then we start uh, giving them an, um, giving them a message that, oh, McDonald's is really bad for you. But they might not really understand, like, if it's bad for me, why you are giving, you know, um, and they can start even picking up on our own bias and our own guilt and maybe negative relationship with food. So just, you know, whether you choose to offer kale or McDonald's, which is your choice as a parent, just try to keep um, your response, your reaction about uh, your child eating that food or not um, neutral. I guess that's the word that I'm trying to use. I know sometimes it's hard because food can involve uh, emotions, but try, you know, to keep neutral so they are building their own uh, relationship with food uh, without, you know, you transmitting all the baggage that you already have about food to them. 
Yes, I I completely agree. And I love what you said about keeping that reaction neutral and trying not to like play up one food and, and feel the stress of, of giving another food and just letting them form their own relationship with food. And, and you are really, I feel like we're nurturing it in that way and showing food as a source of nourishment that our body needs versus, yeah, versus like that source of, uh, you know, stress or, you know, uh, comfort and things like that, that we can, we can kind of start to get into, um, as we develop maybe more challenging relationships with food. Um, and I really feel like that is helping to make them have a positive and, and healthy relationship with food from a young age. So, how do you explain to kids that even though we love a certain food, because of course, you know, even if we treat foods like all completely neutral, they're going to have their favorites. <laughs> How do we explain to them that even though we love a certain food, we can't eat it all day, every day? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I like to focus on, um, how helpful our food is or not to our body. So food's they're going to do different things in your bodies. So I feel that at age, this age, you know, toddler, I have a toddler at home. So usually when I talk about food with him is, okay, so this food uh, really help us a lot, help us, our body do a lot of things to get energy to run, to fight different diseases like cold, to fight germs. Um, this food helps to keep our skin really healthy, our bones is strong. So I kind of focus on what the food is doing in our bodies. Of course, you know, doing a way that is a, a child age appropriate language. I don't go into like the scientific, you know, <laughs> we're trying to, to put at their own language. And I explained that some other foods, they still do good things in our bodies, uh, but they don't help as much. So uh, for that reason, we want to make sure that we are eating more often. The, those foods that are helping us a lot and those foods that don't help as much, we kind of have to limit you know, so that way it's still about what the food is doing. It's not about the food being good or bad for you, but it's about, you know, the food, what the food is doing in your body. So for example, for sugar or sweets, I try to explain, oh, sugar is, uh, you know, can do good things in our body, can give us a quick energy. Our bodies need energy to keep moving and running and play, but pretty much is that's all, you know, in terms of like helping our bodies. And if you eat too much, too much at once can give us a little bit of a bellache, you know, so that's why we cannot just eat as much as want at once. Um, so I try to kind of focus on what the food is going to do for them versus, you know, like this is bad for you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. That's such a great way to break it down, honestly. And in a way that kids can understand the idea of helping, like, how is this helping your body and what does it do, you know, without getting into like, this is exactly what this carb is doing, because of course yeah. they, they don't care at that age. But I think that really helps them understand like how food is like a building block for their body, especially mm -hmm. at a time when their body is growing so much and, and needs all these different foods to, to help them grow and play into it. So what is a balanced plate? And I know this is a rather broad question. I'm going to ask you, especially for all the different ages that we have out there, but what does a balanced plate look like for the average kid? And what should we aim for really as parents? 
Yes. So, so yeah, so that, that specifically when you, you know, like you, I'm going to give her a general idea. And of course you got to personalize that to your own family situation, your feeding practices, your culture, if you're vegan, if you eat meat and things like that. But in general for children, uh, you don't really want to, um, to restrict any food group, of course, uh, think about your own, you know, cultural practices. Like for example, if you don't eat meat or gluten or a certain type of food, depend on your culture or personal choice, but you don't want to necessarily to be uh, excluding a whole food group. Let's put this way, like no grains at all. You know, <laughs> you want to try if there is one particular food that you are not offering because of your family choice or diet. I want to make sure you want to replacing with another food for that same group. So first you want to make sure you are adding all food groups um, and you want to focus on iron rich foods because children, they need a lot of iron and they have trouble getting iron. Uh, and if they are having low iron in their bodies, they can um, have, a, have a delay in their development and some other um harmful things happening. So you want to make sure that you are adding high iron foods and that's going to be your meats is going to be legumes, nuts, seeds. So there are options there for eat meat, um, meat eaters or not. Uh, you also want to make sure that you are adding high calorie foods. So yeah, you want your oils, uh, you want fatty fishes, you want grains, because that's going to give a lot of easy energy for kids to keep moving and growing. And you want to also add colorful foods. So colorful foods are going to be your fruits and vegetables. So that's going to help them get all the other vitamins and minerals that they need. It's also going to add color and diversity and different textures to the plate. So in a nutshell, that's kind of the vision of the plate. Um, and then, of course, for little children, for children in general, you want to be adding a source of dairy. For children who are under 12, that's going to be breast milk or formula. Uh, but like for once they are um, 12 and uh, over, you want to be adding a source of dairy or other milk of your choice that's provi providing calcium uh, and vitamin D. Awesome. And just to clarify, that's 12 months, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 12 years, but yeah. You just so, said 12 and I was like, I know someone is going to be yeah. like, wait, what? I'm like, no, yeah. it's 12 months, 12 months, just in case anyone was wondering. Um, no, I love, I, I love those options that you gave because you said, you know, iron rich foods, colorful foods, high cal foods, but that gives you so much room to really be creative mm -hmm. and, and explore. And honestly, I feel like when you become a parent and you start feeding your kids foods, it's an opportunity for you to, to learn more, to rediscover some foods that maybe you forgot about. Like, honestly, I kind of forgot about couscous until I saw that you served it to your kids one day. And I was like, oh yeah, couscous. And I was like, I love that stuff. And I haven't had it in years. And we actually just had it last night for dinner. Um, awesome. Yeah. And you know, it really gives you that opportunity to, to rediscover food and get creative with it and see what you can do with it and how you can make it in different ways. So I think particularly in the U S now, I don't know so much about other countries, but here in the U S I feel like we have this idea that the foods that kids eat and the food that adults eat is, is drastically different. Like, Oh, kids are, they don't like this sort of food. They don't like vegetables. They don't like this or that. And, and you know, 
our kids menus are continuously french fries chicken fingers mac and cheese things like that which you know obviously it's not terrible to give that stuff to your kids but what are your thoughts on this kind of divide that we have between kids food and adult food yeah absolutely and i yeah like you i don't have like a knowledge of all all the countries a culture culture when it comes to kids food and adult food but i can compare you know us to brazil and i agree with you that i definitely have seen that difference um and i think it's, it's against culturally and it's also because here in the us the food industry specifically for children is very strong. It's a big industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't have that marketing that this is kids food, <laughs> you know, uh, you don't have people buying, you know, if they realize, oh, I can just offer the avocado that I'm eating or the pasta that I make for myself, you know? So I think that over the years, but thankfully it's changing. I think it's changing with those those last generations, you know, but I think especially when we started, uh, I don't know, in the 50s, 60s, when we started having more like packaged foods, frozen foods that you can throw on the microwave and the food industry, um, you know, they start having more that uh, this is for children, that's specific for your children, you know. Uh, so I think that is still in a lot of um, American people's mind, that, that, that separation. Um, but just so you know, there isn't such a thing as this is children, you know, that's a children's food and this is an adult food. Again, food is food. Now, there is a way, an age-appropriate way to offer foods. So you can have, for example, let me pick up the avocado again. Um, you can pick up that avocado and both are 12 months old, a six month old and a 34 year old can eat the avocado. Now you're going to have to think of the development stage of those three different age stages, right? What they are able to do with their hands, they're able to feed themselves. And then you might have to modify food a little bit more for a six month old than you would modify that avocado for a 12 month old. Um, so you still are able to offer pretty much all the foods there, you know, some things that you want to live it out depending on the age of the child. But overall, you know, if you keep within those groups that I share with you, the high calorie foods, the fruits and vegetables and high, the iron rich foods, uh, and you modify to a way that is safe to little one and that they can manage feeding themselves, pretty much what you're eating at your home, what you're purchasing for the whole family you're able to offer to your young baby. I, what you said, there is no such thing as kids food and adult food, just developmental stage. That is so true. And I, I completely agree. I feel like it is changing slowly. It is a slow process with the changing of our mindset, but I feel like it is changing because people are parents particularly are getting more education on it and they want to offer their kids, you know, of course, every parent wants to offer their kid the best. Um, and sometimes we realize Mm -hmm. that that's the food that we eat and it's okay to feed our kids the same that we eat. Well, Pri, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Would you mind before you go um, telling everyone where they can connect with you and where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I help parents through baby to table nutrition. And this is the, that's the name of my business. Um, And then you can find me in my website, which is baby to table nutrition.com. Or you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at baby to table nutrition.com. I'm really present and active there. 
always um, helping parents and answering questions and running live events uh, just to help you with your questions and resources. Uh, and if you happen to stop by my website or Instagram, make sure to check out the food library where I have information on how to offer different foods, how to modify those foods that you are eating as an adult to offer to your six-month-old, nine-month-old, or 12-month-old or toddler. So it's a great resource. Um, yeah, so that's how you can find me and connect with me. Yes, you guys definitely check out her Instagram for sure. I mean, check out all her stuff, but... I love following her on Instagram because she just posts such like great ideas for just feeding your kids, you know, things like, like the couscous, <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought of in a while and she like the, the, the way that she feeds her kids, it's honestly, it's nothing crazy. Like you think because people are like a registered dietitian, their kids are going to be eating like, you know, sunshine and the purest things, but you know, she just, she shows real, real food, real life situations. You know, she is a a real mom to two kids and she's just awesome. So definitely check her out on Instagram for sure. Pri, thank you again so much for coming on the show. It is always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Caroline. This was so fun. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram, and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week.